What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Shot Show 2024, and welcome to the Ghost in Clover podcast. My name is Trey, the Ghost Tactical, and I'll be your tour guide for tonight's fiasco. Along with me, as always, our big Bucky guy, Clover Tech. He's also running the board, being engineer, producer, all that stuff. Uh, but we are here with some great friends. Before we get going, we're going to explain the format real quick. We're bringing a couple guests in for each segment. They're going to give uh, a little bit about their products, their businesses. And then we're going to have some time maybe for some questions from you guys and just kind of uh, general talk. Uh, we do want to thank, we are live here at the Bursa booth here at Shotsu at Caesars Palace Forum, our Caesars Forum. We do want to thank Bursa and Welcome to Talk America. We'll talk a little bit about, about them more here in a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. We'll get plenty, plenty um, of exposure with them. Absolutely. Do you want to introduce our first guest? Um, yeah, just real quick. I mean, we are live at a show at Shot Show, before, <laughs> obviously. So uh, there is a little bit of background noise, and that adds to the ambiance. But uh, yeah, first one up, our buddy Casey from Operator Coffee. What's up, guys? Many, many, many hats. So, he wears uh, like 8,000 hats. Yeah. Ironically, none of them right now. <laughs> no, 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 one of the few days of the year that I don't wear a hat is sitting in a podcast at Shot Show. Yeah, man. Uh, you want me to jump in? Yeah, man. So tell us about Operator Coffee and okay. all the stuff you're doing. Yeah, I mean, we've uh, we've had this conversation before among the 18 other hats that I wear. We've talked through all of it. Um, yeah, Operator Coffee, OperatorCoffee.com. Um, you guys want to look at it while we're talking. Um, we are in the Hyperion booth as one of our distributors, which is actually just around the corner from where we're sitting right now. So if you're watching this and that shot show, come say hi. Um, we have a lot of new stuff going on this year with Operator Coffee. Uh, the new product at the show this week is K-Cups. People have been asking for five years for K-Cups, so we finally delivered that this right. week. Um, first K-Cup product out is called Sky Train, which is dark roast. Um, I have a roast that I put together when my wife and I started this called The Harvest, which is a tribute roast to the farming community. Oh, nice. Because um, my mom's side of the family is in their sixth generation of farming. Um, so the bag's got a picture of my grandfather and great grandfather and farming and it's, it's cool. So that's cool. we did one for, uh, for my wife's grandfather, who was a world war two vet and part of the Berlin airlift, um, of which the C 47 sky train was a big piece of, um, therefore the sky train product. And she, uh, she's actually the personal roast master for that coffee. That's really kick up. So, so wow. a lot of, a lot of cool with that product. So excited to launch that to the market. And um, I've been really picky about launching K-Cups because they don't usually taste good. Uh, these are fantastic. So well, I guess, as far as Operator Coffee, I can tell you this much. Um, I don't drink coffee, but my wife drinks the hell out of their coffee. And you guys sent me some hot chocolate, and it is phenomenal. So if you're not a coffee person, there are other products besides the coffee as well. Yeah, well, we're working on tea this year probably. So oh, like nice. a hot tea line. Um, don't tell my wife <laughs> <laughs> my wife's working on t10 she wants to be professional and have it look a certain way that's what right. that's the hold up there's plenty of tea options that she's already chosen but the packaging piece she wants to look really good so tea is a big thing nowadays it's yeah it's a huge thing. i don't know if it's uh, the younger folks i mean you get into the non-caffeinated you know the health kick side of the tea yeah. thing or the stuff to help you sleep or you know, yeah there's like a tea for all sorts of different health benefits also so that people are doing the health kick right now too yeah, so it fits in the natural category for sure so uh fw sykes is green tea they kind of on the radar you think yeah um she's looking at a black tea and a green tea um and something with uh lavender or something that fits into the the evening segment that's yeah. not caffeinated so i think that's where she's looking to start but 
she's uh, running ops for us and she's crushing it. So we just got a new space in Idaho, um, setting the roastery up there in a new space. So just expanded for the third time in the last six months. And you guys um, have some awesome stuff coming down the line, possibly too. Yeah, know. yeah, working with uh with another group on um you know protein infused products and functional beverages. So that's the project going into the year this year that we'll be able to talk more about hopefully pretty soon. But yeah, lots going on, man. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is is as with the with the operator coffee, there's so many coffee things out there, but your your whole idea and everything that you do in business is veteran, first responders, frontline people. They're in the back of your mind of every product that you launch, whether it's with Hyperion or with your own personal stuff. And I think that's a really cool thing that you you stay inside this this veteran community, which is so strong. Yeah, I mean you guys that have done the active duty thing, you know, everybody goes through that transition in a different way. Um, you know, I spent my time in service, never deployed, never went down range. It's just the matter of the career field I was in and the timing that I was in. Um, and always, you know, carried a little bit of guilt for that. And so, you know, had some close friends in the space, uh, their vats that said, Hey, you sign on the same line as everybody. And the yep. service doesn't have to be over. There's a lot of, you know, there's people that need help. There's things that need to be done. So, Operator Coffee is partnered with Othink and Firefighters for Healing. Um, a percentage of, of every bag sold goes back to those two organizations all the time. Um, people that we know personally, that we've vetted, that we know where the money goes. Um, you know, there's 48,000 veterans nonprofits on the books. Obviously, if they were all doing their thing, nobody would need another one. Right, right. <laughs> so it's not you know, always the case, unfortunately. No, no. So we found some good, um, solid folks to work with. And, and it just, you know, it gives you a cause that's bigger than yourself. And uh, awesome. it's been great. Yeah, and the operator brand is about, you know, the American operator. So the military, the first responder side, but also those in service, farmers, nurses, truck drivers. Yep. You know, that's the categories that we've got. Going it's on awesome. Brand. So, yeah, like I said, go check out operatorcoffee.com. Casey's going to be here because after John talks, then we're going to have a, a segment. We can just kind of talk more about everything else. But uh, next guest from the Gun Owners of America, we got John Farner, who's uh, a friend. Uh, you guys might recognize him. He's on the Armed Citizen podcast almost every week. But, uh, John, I know that this time of year, and especially around SHOT, uh, ATF always seems to do kind of weird stuff around SHOT Show. Uh, what can you tell us what's going on right now from the Gun Owners of America side of things? Well, right now, as far as I know, we haven't heard anything yet from them. Well, so I haven't either, but I'm, I'm hoping that's uh, a good thing. <laughs> let's knock on wood on that one. Uh you know, there's, there's the been, whole industry is not on wood right now. <laughs> I mean, we are going into an election year, so there's going to be strong. Biden just made a comment the other day about banning assault weapons or assault weapons, quote unquote, you know, um, made up term. But, uh, you know, they're going after our rights at every front they can go after that. So, we, you know, we've heard about possible they've, they've attempted to go after the untraceable firearms act if those who don't know that what that is it's talking about polymer frame firearms they're going after uh we've got that injunction on the pistol brace so if you are a goa member or want to be a goa member you are covered under our, our injunction for the pistol brace so go have at it we know there's a national injunction right now but just to be safe you know make sure that you get on that in case something does happen again um you know that they try to everything they can to take away our rights one little bit at a time and uh, us at goa and gunners of america we are a no compromise gun rights organization we do not give an inch we will not give an inch we will never give an inch there's no compromising on our second amendment rights and we want to restore it to its fullest potential guys what most people don't understand is goa our whole goal 
is to make the Second Amendment so strong that we are out of business. We, you know, I like that. Which which sounds bad for me because I want to keep my job. job. I lose my job. But. <laughs> but I tell you what, if if the people at the Gun Owners of America that could help abolish the NFA and, and just work yourself out of a job, there might be some people that be willing to hire you. And just think of throwing it out there. Yeah, I know. You know, it, it's it's hard work. It's a lot of grassroots re- efforts. If it wasn't for our members, we couldn't do what we're doing now. I mean, yeah. our member base is strong. We really appreciate those who come out and support us. And got to plug the website real quick. Go to gunowners.org. Go see. There's always up-to-date information. If there's something that dropped, go ahead and look. We've always got information on what's going on. And then you guys have a podcast as well. Yes. So stay up, go listen to the State of the Second podcast. It's mine and Kaylee Neiman uh, podcast. Uh, Phenomenal podcast. Phenomenal. Yeah, really Definitely is. go check out the, we just got our episode with Jamin, the uh, CEO of Palmetto State Armory. That just hit 100,000 views. Did it really? 100,000 views. Guys, the thing with Jamie, I feel pretty puny about Paul, mine. Well, as many things as Palmetto State <laughs> Armory has bought lately, they probably bought you those things. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing that That's I, fair. I will say, I'll say this. They're Jamin, trying to take over the industry. Yeah, right. Jamin flat out came out and said, you know, he knows how much a firearm costs to make. His whole goal, he doesn't have to make a lot of money. But he's going to spread freedom as far as he can. Right? You know, and, and whether you whether you agree with all that, whether you like PSA or not, uh, the fact that there are firearm companies right now that are are expanding, and it's been a rough year for the industry. And you see, you see that's that's positive growth hope for the future. Um, I know that the state of the second podcast is good. Uh, the Gunners are Gunners of America going real strong now. Uh, what else do you guys have? Uh, and you have anything coming down the line, like other podcasts or anything like that, that you're uh, looking forward towards? Or, well, we're we are filming episodes of the podcast all week. Yeah, so you're um, a busy guy. Busy guy. Yeah. I just got done about an hour ago filming with Mike Pappas from uh, Dead Air. B team, B team, go B team. Yeah, <laughs> he is a great guy, funny dude. Um, so we've got that coming down the line we've got episodes with a ton of different companies so check those out also if you get a second go to our youtube channel watch the minuteman moment it's a great way yeah. to get up to date watch one in the chamber that's our other show and if you really got any gen zers in your life that want to learn a little bit more go to our gun owner foundation and uh look at shots fired it's a very short format show for those who are a little short uh, with the attention span oh, cool it's time to move into uh just fun talk yeah, what are we the, going to uh, talk about? I don't even is know. our good friends over at Gearport, the Boo ATF section. <laughs> Boo ATF section. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I, I really wanted to bring Casey back in real quick, and and, and I know that uh, there are projects you're working on that you can't talk about right now. Um, when it comes to Operator Coffee, you know, you said tea and all that. Where You've grown so much just in the last year or two. Do you even know what your like plans like five years down the line? Because I, I don't even know if you know where you're going to be five years. You don't know when something's going to blow up. No, I mean it's blowing up. It's blowing up now because we put you know we put our foot on the gas finally. So it's it's been this passive um, entity that we've owned for the last five years, um, and it didn't matter if we did nothing or if we did something. You know, a little bit of something. It was growing twenty percent a year doing yeah. nothing. So. Yeah. Um, it's got a really good savings account almost, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's, and, a, that's about right for a business when you talk about five yeah. years. But if yeah. you're, and if you're not pushing on it, though, and it's yeah. still doing that, you yeah. go, well, we probably ought to pay attention to it. So 
Um, coming into the last year, we put a lot of planning and effort. We planned the growth plan. Um, we've started to execute that growth plan by buying, you know, buying into vertical integration, um, expanding capacities, expanding products, K cups, you know, getting into things that people have been asking for. So, yeah, I mean, we're just we're just going to kind of go where the market pulls. Um, let yeah. people know about it. Um, you know, we're small batch black rifles, large batch. You know, it's small batch bourbon versus Jack Daniels kind of a thing. <laughs> Um, yeah. I'm going to just say that because I'm going to get asked that question. We get asked every day. Absolutely. What's the difference? What's the difference? Yeah. But I, I like the fact also that you've, you've, you said you've expanded the compound, you're growing. So you're, you're setting up for more growth down the line, yeah. which I think is phenomenal. Um, one of the things that I, that I really wanted to ask you earlier also, when it comes down to uh, people wanting to bring in operator coffee, maybe to their own small business or mm-hmm. stores, do you guys sell direct or is there a way that they can contact you guys to be maybe get those? Hey, I've got a store, I've got a shop in West Virginia. I've got a shop in Arkansas, but I want to bring it into my shop. How do they contact you guys for that? Yeah, just get get a hold of me directly. Okay. Casey C A S E Y at Coffee.com. <laughs> well, I know it gets done when I get the message. This so is true. I do have uh, I do have a team. We've got a logistics director, we've got um, you know, our roasting team, we've got our shipping team. Um, but I can feel I can flag it to the right people. We can get it yeah. out to them. Hundred percent. So uh, I'm gonna throw one over at, at John here and say, you know, since where we are at the biggest firearm industry event on the planet, basically. Yep. Um, you know, what's the strategy for you guys as far as the show? I know you've got your booth, but obviously you're here, you're not in the booth, so you're moving around. You're, you're, there's after events, there's parties, there's mingling, there's other things. Podcast recordings until eleven Absolutely. o'clock. Absolutely. <laughs> so as far as you know, the goals of the GOA outreach, different things like that talking to certain people you're doing certain things how are you moving around Sasha? so we've got two we've got two teams really uh there's the team that stays at the booth that's our caliber club team so that's for our range and retail program so if you are a range or retailer you can join our caliber club we've got exclusive offers from a lot of different people so you can get discounts on our t-shirts and stuff for your store you can get discounts on a ton of other options and things so those guys are sitting there talking to the FFLs, talking to people who come to the booth every day and spreading the good word that way. Myself and Kaylee and three other teams are out there right now working on our strategic partnership program. So we are the boots on the ground during SHOT Show. I think I've already put in like 10 miles walking back and forth from booths because I got told that I'm a terrible meeting scheduler. I don't look at where you are. I take the I meetings where they I are. wasn't going to say it, but you know. <laughs> you know. Well, I take the meeting when I can get it. So I, we've been from Caesars to to the Sands, back and forth, <laughs> upstairs, downstairs. So uh, it's a lot of talking about our partnership, talking about programs that we've got coming up, things like that. We're really hitting the ground running and trying to get the people on board. Our, we really want to, the industry to understand, we are gun people. Yep. We love this industry. We love what it is, and we want to expand. So we really are looking for partners to join us in our no compromise mission, and just have great conversation in the podcast. I mean, that's yeah. that's a big part. But uh, the big thing is trying to spread freedom. Try to get these companies on board and sign on and go. Hey, we are no compromise. We will fight on every web, uh, you know, everywhere we can in the court and outside the court. Well, part of. Uh you know, you know, any organization, that, whether it be a business or an organization, I mean, part of it is being seen, you know, so it's just being out on the floor. A lot of times that you're wearing, obviously, the shirt, uh, you've got the patches, you've got everything else going on. So uh, you never know. I mean, you may just pass somebody in an aisle and 
they go out to have a smoke or they sit down to have lunch or something. And like, you know, you go away. I thought about joining up. Never have. Let me get on and do that. Yeah, I, I think that uh, for the most part, when people think uh, gun owner organizations, it's unfortunately unfortunately another organization. But, you know, what I like to see what y'all are doing is y'all are almost kind of the anti can I say it? Establishment. Establishment. <laughs> because you're, you're able, you bring in younger people. You're you're trying to connect with the next generation of gunners. You know, other establishments might ca- you know cater to the older people. You guys are trying to do different things. Bring people into the fight, not just into the fight of the industry, but bring them into firearms in general. So I like what y'all are doing, bringing in fresh ideas, young people doing different podcasts, because not every podcast is for everybody. Yeah. You know, and or the big thing we like to say at GOA, we, we fight for the text, the tradition, and the history of the Second Amendment. And that's what this is all about. You know, me being from the industry, been doing this for a little bit now. I know some people, um, but just walking around, seeing friends, seeing people, you know, like Clover said, you run into people you haven't seen for a while or somebody sees what you're wearing and t- stops you. I mean, I ran, just before I came in, I ran into Keith Ford. There and, you go. Uh, great guy. You know, it's great to just be here again. Yep. So hanging out and talking and spreading the word and gospel of joy. It's <laughs> awesome. Well, Casey, I, I, John, both of you came in. I'll give you about a minute each. Uh, yeah, we're good. Yeah, to kind of maybe uh, plug websites, social media, and all that stuff. So, operatorcoffee.com. Where else are you guys uh, on social media, maybe? Uh, we have a public group on Facebook called Operator Club. Um, that's, a, that's a testament to kind of the vibe of the on, awesome. on location piece. So, what that will evolve into in the next year is a physical location where people can come and, and be oh, there. Wow. They can probably have coffee. They can probably have um, distilled spirits, micro brews. Brick and mortar shops, a not, thing in, in the future? From the club perspective, okay. potentially. Not okay. necessarily as your standard coffee shop, okay. um, but as a place for people to gather and fellowship in that, in that first responder and, like and a, veteran space. Like a community around the product. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. it's a brand, brand, and, and brand and thought process community around you know the people that make the world go around. Right. So, absolutely, John. What about uh, where they find you besides gunowners.org? So gunowners.org, you can find us on all social media platforms. Uh, Gun Owners of America. You can also find the podcast State of the Second Second All spelled out on social media as well. You can see what we're doing. Go uh, subscribe to the podcast on all podcasting apps, or go to our YouTube page and watch the video portion of the podcast. Uh, that's where you can really find watch and share, watch and share. Yeah, watch yeah. And, share. and if you're listening to podcasts, rate that helps also. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rate. Right. Jason, John, appreciate it. Thanks, guys. As appreciate always, you guys. All right, guys, we're gonna take a we're gonna step aside for just a few minutes while we bring in our next guest. But thank you guys for watching. Stay out there. We're gonna run some uh some spots and all of that. We are not going off air. We're just taking a break real quick. But thank you guys for watching. Thanks to Casey and John. And we'll be back in a few guys. Bursa has been a leading manufacturer for over 60 years. At Bursa, they understand that your safety is non-negotiable. And that's why they've crafted a line of exceptional firearms that redefine excellence. Their state-of-the-art manufacturing ensures every firearm is meticulously crafted to the highest standards, guaranteeing reliability and accuracy when it matters most. Whether you're a seasoned professional or a first-time gun owner, Bursa has a perfect solution for your needs. From the sleek and compact Thunder Series, ideal for concealed carry, to the powerful and versatile BAR rifle, their range of firearms are designed for shooters who demand excellence in performance and design. 
Join the community of those who trust Bursa, a brand synonymous with innovation and quality. Their commitment to safety and precision has made them a trusted choice for law enforcement agencies and responsible gun owners alike. Visit Bursa.com to explore their full range of firearms and make every shot count. All right, and we're back. All right, we are here with a couple couple more people. Yes, a couple, uh, a couple more people. Not a couple. And, and yes, not a they, couple. Not a couple. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Anything. You would be my latex salesman. <laughs> so, uh, people have changed. So we have we have Charlie Cook with uh, running sucking with Charlie. Hey, cough, 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 cough. And we got Nathan Mitchell from Mitchell Defense. Um, we're going to start with Charlie and uh, give you a few minutes. Can I tell people if you're if you're out there and you're in the gun community and you listen to podcasts at all, you know Charlie is riding shotgun with Charlie. But uh, I want you to, for me that haven't heard about it, explain the concept where it kind of came from. And I think it's a great, great, great concept of riding shotgun with Charlie. It was all my idea. You can of course, was, sure. Like, yeah, absolutely. Clover, Clover said, hey, man, I got an idea for you. I said, cool, thanks, man. <laughs> the great, the greatest ideas we don't use for ourselves, right? I, I, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so uh, I've, I've been a fireman instructor for a long time. And at one point when podcasts were new-ish, I thought I wanted to have a podcast. And I, I like I'm tried recording underneath the sheets in the bed to try to get good audio <laughs> in, in the closet, like everyone says, right? So I'm like, this isn't really working for me. I'm done. And I've been in uh, Toastmasters for a number of years, working on the communication and speaking skills. I did a project that was called uh, a manual that was called communicating on video. And we had to interview someone for five to seven minutes. We had to be interviewed for someone in five to seven minutes. We had to do a video editorial. We had to do a press uh, press release or a press conference. And then we had to make a video. And I took all of that. This was about 2000, uh, 2016. I had this idea and I said, you know what? I want to like being a gun instructor. I'm like, I want to talk to people in the gun community. And I'm going to do a show and I'm going to call it Riding Shotgun because I was I would watch car, uh, comedians and cars getting coffee. Oh, yeah. And uh, carpool karaoke. And, and James Corden is English. He's chubby and he's English and I'm chubby and I speak English. So this seems like I, I should be able to do this. Right. Not, it's not that hard. So I came up with the idea. I bought a couple of GoPros off of um, uh, Craigslist, nice. which is how, yeah, how long I've been doing this. And, and you live through that transaction, too. That's, that's <laughs> nice. so yeah. I did let one of my friends know. I said, listen, I'm going to go to meet somebody. If I don't call you in 12 minutes, call the police. And so um, I started uh, filming shows with um, with local friends, you know, some people that are some musicians I used to play with when I was a gigging musician and some other gun instructor buddies. And I had um, a friend of a friend was robbed at gunpoint. In Minneapolis, and and uh, his story ended up being in the uh, Rob Pincus, Mark Walters book, Lessons from Unarmed America. So I said, "Hey, I, I want to come out to Minneapolis, and I want to do a uh, show with you. I'm interviewing people in the car." Mm-hmm. And he says, "If you come out on this particular date, you can come to the Minnesota State Fair. You can have Mark Walters on the show." I'm like, "Dude, that's big time. He's got a radio show." So I went and um, did film the show with Mark Walters, and film the show with Lee Michaels, and and film the show with uh, Peter Johnson from Archway Defense, and. Mark called me up the day. Uh, he had me on his radio show that night after I did the interview with him. And then he called me up the next day. He's like, dude, this is really cool. I want to help you promote this. I'm like, that's awesome. I don't really know what that means, but I'm going to accept <laughs> <But> this. Thank <laughs> you. Right. <Yeah. laughs> and then he called me two days afterwards. He's like, do you want to speak at the gun right policy conference? Um, yes, I do. Yes, I do. So I went down to that. Barely have an idea for a show. Hardly know how to edit, uh, edit video, let alone anything else. And uh, lo and behold, I'm, I'm accepted in the 
with the Second Amendment people. And I'm like, this is great. This is awesome. And then you meet people and network and talk and socialize and have a couple of beers and talk a little bit more. And, you know, and then you can get Rob Pincus from Masada Yub and Alan Gottlieb and, you know, all these other folks. And, and I love the idea of literally jumping in a car, driving around the block, having a great conversation. And it's just because it's 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 not staged. It's completely natural. You're driving around a car. How many times have you almost gotten in wrecks because you're filming a podcast? I don't think I came close to getting in wrecks, but I have gotten lost a number of times and it's never planned. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's, it's you know, nothing against any other formats for interviewing people. But when you're in the car with somebody, it's kind of a kind of a captive audience. And it's a really easy, natural way just to have a conversation. And it's it's it's. Yeah. It's great, man. I dig it. Uh, Nathan, it's your up Mitchell defense. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm Nathan. By Mitchell. the way, love the shirt. Obviously, you can tell we love it's that shirt. It's vibing in this room. It is sure. vibing Charlie, in this room. Charlie, you've got to up these things. You got you know? to yeah. step up your game. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> these are these are rookie numbers. <laughs> Dude, I'm happy to have embroidered logo on my shirt. <laughs> I need to do that. That's a Ron. Ron, Ron, oh, Ron has his embroidered shirts. They're all flowery. It's like perfect. Yeah, he does a good job. I, went, I was at Shot Show one year and um, I wore a suit like two days in a row, walked around, talked to people, had great conversations, making traction and stuff. Uh, and then the next day, I just kind of went out in t shirts. I was like, I'm just going to be casual, just going to hang out. And no one would talk to me. And it was, wow. it, it was just cold shoulders, same people I even talked to before, like just acting like they had no idea who I was. As soon as that happened, I was like, I will never be that company. Like, yep. I, we're going to wear fun, flowery shirts. Yep. We're going to yep. talk to everybody. That's what we say. If, if we're, we're at Shot. It's, the, it's, the best, the biggest, the greatest industry show that our industry has. If you can't have fun, then what are we doing here? Yeah, you know, I, this industry is not that serious. Yeah, well, I mean, it shouldn't be. Yeah, it yeah. shouldn't be. Yeah, it should well, not be. there's a there's a time to be serious. Absolutely, but you don't have to necessarily look serious and be yeah. serious yeah. all the time. We can still talk yeah. business and dress you know, pretty casual. There's nothing Absolutely. wrong with you know switching hats from fun to, and you could do yeah. that in a single conversation with somebody. Yeah. You know, so let's say, hey, let's get serious for a minute. Yeah. So let's yeah. talk Mitchell defense. So let's get yeah. serious about let's Mitchell get defense. serious about let's Mitchell. Serious now. All right. Serious <laughs> face. <laughs> no, Mitchell defense started back in 2019. Um, it was kind of a passion project turned full time job. Um, military background as a recon corpsman um, for about six years. Um, took that, and you'll never hear any of us ever talk bad about a corpsman. Y'all are just. Y'all are y'all are y'all are basically hey, corpsmen are the only ones that are allowed to talk bad about corpsmen. This is true. Yeah. Um, no. So I was a corpsman. So I, in, in being a, a medic, we learned the whole body approach to like to, to people. We knew how the body operated, and this we could be able to work on people in hostile situations and use whatever we wanted to use um, to, to fix people up. Um, and then I went out to the oil field after I got in the military. Um, spent about. Spent like four or five years. Like, I mean, learned a lot of manufacturing processes. As far as like engineering is design, uh, like a uh, concern, uh, oil field about 30 years ahead of the firearms industry. Uh, as far as like, I mean, think about everyone talks aerospace when we talk about guns, but I mean, oil field, I mean, those guys are creating technologies to make oil rigs like run that corrosion control, lubricity, yep. like friction uh, reduction, all that kind of stuff for uh, wear on parts. So I took all that information I learned from that and put it into the firearm. And I mean, it took it took about two years to find the machine shops and stuff and everything like the, to and the coatings and the kind of developing everything. Right. Um, yeah. Now we have a, a rifle that I mean, last 
independent. I love how y'all name your rifles, by the way, too. We'll go through a couple of them if you want. Yeah, so we have, we have three lines. So the, the Rat Dog, that's our uh, nine so mil good. platform. I love it's, it. Yeah, it, it is a completely organic conversation. One of my buddies who's uh, over at Marsaki with Sark, uh, his nickname is the Rat Dog. Uh, it, it, we, were, we were talking with him, like, dude, what am I going to name these things? Like, and he was like, you can just name it the rat. And I was just joking. I was like, that's actually like the perfect name for this. Like it's a direct blowback system, super dirty. Yep. And I was like, like he was named the rat dog. Cause like you, you could like thrive in the suck, like the dirtier you get, the better it runs. And I was like, all right, I'm going to name it that. And he's like, you're not going to name <laughs> like, it that. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And then our AR-15 platform, it's called the dock. So that's me named after Foreman. Um, we have like the SOIDC dock, which is like the special operations independent duty corpsman, which is like the top of the top. That's kind of our, our highest end rifle. Yep. Um, they're GWAT docks. And then kind GWAT of docks. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing like battle. I mean, like it, it, tactics changed over the 20 years of war that we had. Yep. The same thing with the rifle. It, it never really adapted past that. Right. Like after 2005, we didn't really see any like leaps and bounds as far as battle rifles. Um, so that's what I'd say. We took 20 years of uh, like knowledge and lessons learned and Put it into a rifle and made it more accurate durable and reliable right um yeah want to open up i guess yeah open we up. could open up to uh any questions out there or but uh yeah don't have any yet but okay. uh, i was gonna ask charlie as far as yeah. shot on your side uh we talked with uh who was it matt from meet the pressers oh, matt, matt mallory, matt, matt mallory uh, yeah he uh, said that you were borrowing once again you borrowed my wife's vehicle to do your little show <laughs> I'm just saying, do you own we, a need, we need royalties on this. This dude does shows from vehicles he does not own, apparently. But do you want uh, insurance on that? They're not that. stolen. Oh my God. <laughs> Never said they were stolen. <laughs> you go Hey, before your car, I'm right. confiscating yeah. your car for a I'm second. Like, part of my EDC is a, a <laughs> screwdriver. <laughs> it should, it should be if it's not. Jam, a car jack, like one of those the Slim Jim. Right, 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 right. It's two different there. podcasts breaking into cars. Right. <laughs> Riding with Charlie with the law enforcement officer with a shotgun. <laughs> so he's not riding shotgun anymore. He's in the back of the car with his arms behind bars him. between him and the, the passengers. <laughs> oh, my God. So I can't drive everywhere. No, you know what I mean? So, you know, it's I got to do what I can. So the furthest I've driven from Massachusetts to film some shows is, um, I think it was uh, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Oh, I, wow. I did a, That's a pretty yeah. far away. That's pretty good. You got, okay. It's, you, yeah. you're good and I've, uh, I uh, I took a MAG-40 class uh, with, with, uh, with Masada Ayub. Yeah. With Masada Ayub. You have to do a little oh, Yeah, I, I, I can't do that. I'm so, not yeah, so I drove out for that, and um, I filmed a show in uh, Iowa on the way out there. I filmed three shows in... in uh, Sioux Falls when I was doing the class, and then I filmed a show in Nebraska and in Kansas on the way home. Moss is one of my firearm heroes. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it, it, it should be every, one of everybody's, but yeah. uh, he's definitely one of mine. And just the voice alone, like when you hear him talk, you're like, okay, I know that voice. I need to listen. You know, and and what's he like in person? He's it's like hilarious quiet yeah i mean he's yeah. quiet and low-key but then like he'll do something completely <laughs> completely hysterical right and you don't that, the issue what i was going to say is you don't when he says what he says you don't his voice and what he says doesn't match up oh yeah you picture moss is all serious and the voice is serious yeah and when he's well, first jokes. of all, the voice doesn't match what you think it's going to oh, sound like. Match. You know what I'm saying? Oh, right. yeah. 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 No, already. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. does this too. He will get 
he'll go from a uh, calm low voice like this, and then he'll get excited for like two and a half sentences, and then he goes right, right, right back down. Room. You're like, what yeah. just happened? Did he do this just to make sure everyone's awake? Like, he's what's going a, on here? He's got a short in the speaker wiring or something. Maybe. <laughs> right? That's interesting. It's just adjusting. Now, I know at one point you had the Stagecoach Across America project going. How, how's that going for uh, you? I, it's going well. So I am, I'm a huge fan of Adam Carolla. Yeah. And when he started his podcast yeah. off, he's going to be in uh, he's going to be in town here doing doing comedy on Thursday night. So is he gonna, really? He is. I'm, I'm planning on going. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, he was doing this thing uh, when he was getting his podcast going that uh, he said, I'm, I'm building a pirate ship to get rid of all of the you know, I, I don't want to depend on all these Hollywood folks and stuff. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, what can I do? How can I? I got to find a way. And I, I came up with the phrase, I'm taking the stagecoach across America. So, I love it. So, yeah. So I've, uh, besides driving up to Sioux Falls, I've driven down to Nashville a number of times down to what? Down to Atlanta. You're trying to get all 50 states or at least the lower 48, right? Uh, I'm trying to get all 50, baby. Are you? Well, yeah. That would be sweet to pull in the... I, I have some... I think so, contiguous. Yeah, contiguous. Contiguous. Yeah. So basically what you're saying is, is you're making Hawaii the last one because you may not come back. <laughs> <laughs> right, take I the Rainbow it. Bridge. That's right. It's there. Hey. Hey. <laughs> like it. That's awesome. So, if you guys, yeah, the, 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 I love that, and um, I know that you're out there, you know, looking for uh, people to to maybe interview or yeah, not, people you know. people that have um people that have a story. You know, uh, I've had people that are authors and activists. Um, people that are instructors, people that have been robbed, a couple of people have had to use a gun in self-defense. And these are the people that I want to have on the show and get their stories out. And G Webb's actually said this one time and, and I never really thought about it. He's like, you know what? You're kind of like a, kind of like a firearm historian about all these people and all their stuff. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that's good. Man. That is good. That's a good way to look at things. Right. Any, uh, any name drops on episodes coming out of shots here? Um, so I borrowed Matt Mallory's car. Obviously. <laughs> I did a show with them. I haven't done anything else. I've been um, doing some shows. Slacker. Wow. I'm, I'm right. Um, <laughs> I'm doing some uh, I'm doing some shows from the Samsung Manufacturing booth um, from 10 to 11 every morning. Oh, okay. uh, today I had some people from FPC and from Faster Saves Lives. Tomorrow oh, nice. I got somebody, some people from GOA. And uh, Tony Simon's going to come by. Nice. And yeah, then I love on, Big Tony. Yeah. And then on Friday, I'm uh, sorry, on Thursday... Uh, Alan Gottlieb, the Pew Pew. Uh, Alan Gottlieb's coming by the Pew Pew Jew yeah, and Robin Sandoval. Yeah, nice. So, oh man, that's a that's nice. a star-studded lineup yeah, right there. Absolutely. So one one of the things that uh, I don't one of the things that's happened is is you make all these friends in the biz. Yep. And and I I love connecting people together. And and I was in the media room today, um, and I was talking with Beth Alcazar, and then Daniel Easterday came over. He makes this thing called the retention ring. Right. And so he came over, went right into his pitch with Beth. And she's like, I think I want to use some of your stuff and write some articles about it. And I'm there like, you go. there we go, man. This is what it's about. You know? That's awesome. So uh, interesting thing with, with Nathan, I was on um, this week gear report. They were doing their uh, year awards of the year. Yeah. And I don't know where it landed finally, but I know that, that your rifle wasn't the running there. We won. Did you? you did yep. win. Great. Yep. Fantastic. Year of the year. That was my vote. I don't remember the other two and I'm not going to mention it because they're not here. But uh, they did I, the other win. two, I've never even put hands on. I'm like, I need to go find those. The other two, we- <laughs> <laughs> I will say this about the other two. There was some quirky, neat things that they did. Little I niche mean, stuff they, kind of the, stuff. The ponies had some tricks, right? Mm-hmm. They, but at the end of the day, they weren't like standardized mm-hmm. either, which I, I think it, is, is a big deal. Yeah. Well, Caleb took the rifle and he put a bunch of different types of ammo through it. And the one was one of the things that they loved the most about it is how accurate it actually yeah. was. 
And he was getting sub MO or yeah, half MOA groups out of some ammo, and wow. most of them all were sub MOA. Wow. Yeah, and that's I think that's what eventually won it over. I mean, he kept you he kept buying ammo just to running it, and I'm just like I. Well, we talk about the company, but you know, there's there's a lot of rifle companies out there today, and accuracy, materials, engineering, design. There's a lot of stuff that separate different companies from others. What's one of the things that you're most proud of that separates Mitchell Defense from the others? So we, we took a lot of, uh, or I did, I took a lot of focus on the internal. So the things that actually make it more accurate, reliable, and durable. Um, so our buffer system, so it means it's a flat wire spring. We do some metal treatments to it um, that make it more durable. So like a great standard carbine spring lasts about 6,000, 6, to 8,000 rounds um, before it starts losing springiness, which I think is an actual technical term. Uh, springiness is an actual term i think so only only in the gun community can springiness be a term i think that's just like an engineering thing i don't know yeah Yeah. it's really high tech yeah super high tech so what happens when it loses its springiness yeah (laughs) uh but so our uh springs last about two hundred thousand cycles before they start losing their springiness Uh, wow and it also gives 30 percent significantly more significantly (laughs) and it gives about 30 percent more forward pressure so like no matter how dirty your rifle's getting um our bolt carrier group, I think, is the one thing that I'm the most proud of because it, it is the heart of the rifle. It's yeah. the thing that needs to have the most work to it. Um, we, we precision grind them. Uh, it, we use a coating called Armor Lube that uh, in a taper abrasion testing lasted 97,000 cycles, uh, which is like sandpaper to the bolt carrier group to see if the coating. Um, the next closest was 25,000, and that was nitride. And phosphate, which has been the mill spec forever, yeah. and Armor Lube is actually now the mill spec. Um, is it really? Mm-hmm. Okay. It only lasted 800 cycles. So. Well, you know, there's a lot of companies out there that will again not like eight hundred cycles, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of companies out there that will put a bunch of fancy furniture on an AR, right? Rails and stocks and other things. They'll put a Make it fancy look trigger in their AR, um, and they'll put maybe a fancy barrel, you know, fire grade. But then, like you say, the they, guts. they fall short with performance. You know, bargain basement lowest bidder. Small parts, mm-hmm. kind of like you're talking about, and those do add up. If you, oh, for sure. If you have enough of those in your bag, and that's like so, like we do a bunch of little things to the rifle to make it more right. better. I mean, we I see we build them right, um, but the so we did the last like uh, endurance test we did on the rifles. We did a um, it, they ran uh, it ran seventeen thousand five hundred and fifty four rounds with no cleaning or lube. Before we saw our really? first failure, wow. yep. holy cow! The army did. The army research center did a test of the coating, and they they ran it uh, ten thousand rounds with no failures, um, and less than five percent wear to the carrier. Wow, well, which is unheard of. You know, attention to detail. I mean, yeah. that means a lot. Um, yeah, as we're as we're coming up here, uh, go ahead. Where can people follow what you're doing? Yeah, uh, so, they want to check out the work. Other things, how do they? How do they accomplish that? So we have the website mitchelldefense.com. We have a plethora of uh, like informational stuff. I write articles and put them up on the website all the time. So if you want to like really dive into like thermal expansion of rifles, is um, it's it's in there. Um, and then also it's Mitchell underscore defense is our IG. Um, nice. We're on Facebook. I don't really recommend it because we don't <laughs> do a whole lot on it. Right. Yeah. And we we have a YouTube channel that's it's struggling, right? So yeah, but you just started it, so I mean, it's not like well, you, you haven't put a lot of stuff out there yet, so that, that's coming I mean, down the line. Doing content is like just the hardest Sadly, thing. Sadly, with what you're doing, yeah, 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 because yeah. your focus shouldn't be on that. It should be on. Well, we do testing all the time, and everyone's like, "You should have got that on video." I'm like, "You should." Right. No, you should get you, you should get in the habit of every time you go out to the range, 
take an old phone and a tripod and just film it. You never know if you're going to use it or not. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Charlie, what about you? Social media? Is uh, social media, yeah. So I, this is where I need, it takes some time. Um, <laughs> you have one so, minute. Right, one minute. All right. So people can watch the show on, on YouTube. Uh, look for Writing Shotgun with Charlie. I've got writingshotgunwithcharlie.com. They can find the shows there, too. I put the show out as a podcast. I repurpose the shows on Arm Lifestyle Magazine. As writing shotgun oh, with Charlie, I you writing. That. That's I all like I like it. I like it. Uh, people can find the show uh, "Writing Shotgun" on Amoland, and uh, I've also been writing some articles for News2A.com as well. Wow, he's yeah. a writer. Um, I know he's a writer. R-I-V-E-R, and I, I, he's a writer. Uh, I think he's pretty lazy to me. I don't think he's got enough going on. He needs to add, add a couple more things. It's kind of lazy to me, you know. Clover Cat. <laughs> You don't, nobody wants that. Nobody <laughs> wants that. Uh, Charlie, Nathan, thanks for uh, thanks for dropping by. Thanks for chatting with us. We appreciate it. Yep. Uh, go, go check them out. They're awesome. Uh, yeah, we're gonna uh, kind of uh, take a break here for a, a few minutes and uh, bringing our next guest in here. But guys, go check out Right and Chuck on Charlie and Mitchell Defense, and uh, tell them that Ghost and Clover sent you. Hang tight. We're gonna have two new people, not another couple, but. Two new people coming in in a few minutes, and we'll see you soon. Never. In a world where mental health is often overlooked, one organization is leading the charge. Walk the Talk America, a force for change, breaking down stigmas, and fostering conversations that matter. At Walk the Talk America, they believe in the power of dialogue to reshape the narrative surrounding mental health. Their mission is simple but profound, to bridge the gap between mental health and firearms, because they understand that the real change starts with understanding, empathy, and open conversation. Tune into their groundbreaking podcast, Guns and Mental Health, where experts, advocates, and survivors share their stories and insights. It's not just a podcast, it's a movement towards a more compassionate and informed society. Join them as they organize events, workshops, and outreach programs to build a community that supports mental health without judgment. Join me in, in supporting Walk the Talk America and visit their website, walkthetalkamerica.org, to be part of the change. Yeah, we are back. We are back, and yes, uh, things have changed. We are not looking at the same people. If you're out there, we have we have uh, our good friends Raphael and Mike and Jake from Versa and Walk the Talk America. First off, before we do this, we want to thank both Versa and Walk the Talk America for making this happen. Thank you so much. This yeah. was their brainchild in Ram, and uh, we're yep. we're fortunate awesome. to be a part of this. Well. Yeah. I think they stole it from somebody, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> I was trying to give them all the credit in the world. We came up with the idea of podcasting. This you know that? We made, it, that we made it way more better. Is that, is that, is that fair? Way more better. More no, we, guests, live. Can't beat it. Well, we appreciate you guys being here. It's good to have you all in the booth, and, and uh, it's going to be fun for the next few days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank Absolutely. You. Uh, real quick before we get going, real uh Give you a few minutes to talk about Bursa. You guys have uh, got some amazing stuff coming. Obviously, the, the booth is busy. So, what's going yeah. on at Bursa right now? Well, we've just introduced, um, shoot, if skew count, quite a few new products, but really what I would call four categories of products. We've the big one for us today that everybody seems to be paying attention to is the new line of uh, Bursa 1911s, the B1911. Um, right now we've got it out there in, you know, it's just one size, the five inch barrel, full size 
standard government size model 70 series uh, but we've got it in six different finishes and i can't decide which one i like better they, they all yeah. look great and but it's it's you know it's made in the usa in our factory in cartersville georgia um it's got all the bells and whistles it's 416 stainless um ambidextrous safety uh iron novak rear sight uh iron Ameriglow tritium front sight, uh, VZ grips, and a custom tuned trigger on every one of them. MSRP starting at a thousand bucks. And uh, <laughs> and you guys heard that right, Bursa made in the USA. Yep. And the uh, that's it. That's awesome. The yeah. AR platform yeah. rifles from Bursa. If, yep. if you didn't know, that is a thing. Yep. Uh, been made in the USA you for a got while. One. Too, yep. so. He's got one. <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah, that, you know, th this is the we've been making the ARs for about a year there, and uh, but this is the first handgun coming out of there, and then so everything obviously going good with the U.S. manufacturing. It's, it's, it's going to. I mean, that's the first of many. Yeah. Um, we've got two striker fired polymer uh, handguns. A we currently make the BP nine CC in Argentina, and it's been out for a long time. In fact, I think Mike, if I'm not wrong, that was the first single stack striker fired polymer gun because everybody else was, was it really? Everybody yeah. else was double stacked. You know, Glocks were always wow. double. Stacked. Wow! And you know, the, the old Smith and Wesson before the MP came out. Yeah, it was double stacked, and, and and then we came out with that, and then everybody fell into place. In fact, the first year we showed it at Chacho it was interesting. People from other factories, big factories coming over, <laughs> taking pictures, taking pictures <laughs> of it, looking at you how that. So happened. that's how long ago it's been out. <laughs> well, the but, crazy um, part, Rob, the crazy part is we would have had to come out years before too. Remember how long yep, that took? Yep. We thought if we put it on the cover of the uh, yeah, of the got, catalog, it would rush the people down yeah, the factory. To not get so done. much. Yeah, no, <laughs> it didn't work out. So we covered the catalog for a year and a half. Yeah, the people were like, "What's this? I don't worry about it." Uh, but, uh, but maybe so we, one day. Yeah. So we've got. Uh, over there, the double stack version of it, which would compete with the Hellcat, the P365, it'll come with a 13 round and a 15 round magazine. Made in the USA, though, um, with night sights, uh, optics ready, ported slide. Nice. And then we've got the BP full size over there. All the same characteristics, you know, optic ready, ported slide, uh, Ameriglow night sights. And that's going to be the same. Is that all standard? Yes. Wow. Seven, that's nice. 17 round. Uh, so that's like mm -hmm. a good Glock 17 yeah. size mm -hmm. service grade, I guess is what you would call it. Yeah, yeah. So those will be shipping probably in about five months. Oh, wow. So okay. mid year, but we're showing them here, let people play with them that's awesome. and all that sort of thing. And then we also are in introducing a lot of suppressors made oh, in, made in USA. Oh, so called Whisper Tech. By Barca. Whisper Tech. Whisper Tech. I like, I like that too. Uh, yeah. like, it only took us like three weeks. Of <laughs> I like that a lot. And I know. It's, <laughs> it, and um, I'm, I might have in over the next few days, this guy, the guy Roy that engineered that because we've got three or four patents on it. Oh, wow. So they're the way I'm understanding everything, and he explains it real well. They're smaller. Like we have one, one uh, five, five, six one that is 1.2 inch. It fits inside of the standard handguard. Oh wow. Which that's and yeah, that's crazy. And it'll be five hundred bucks retail. We're so we're calling them disruptors. We're disrupting the technology and, and we're disrupting the, the price. Yep. That's and crazy. people are going, 
like when they sit there and listen to him explain it because yeah. they're quieter than anything in their size. They're smaller than anything in their size. Um, they have less blowback and they, um, they're more accurate. And he could, I mean, I might have him come in and do a, if you've got two or three hours, we'll right. explain everything to you. <laughs> right. Well, but, first of all, I wouldn't understand a word he's saying, no, but it'd be great for radio so, and TV. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm, <laughs> I'm giving you the Cliff's notes, but I mean, recoil's been over. They're like, if this works the way you say it works, it's going to be on the cover. And they're like, this is going to change That's awesome. everything. And the cool thing is nobody else can have that technology. Yeah. It's patented. Because it's patented. So, so that's very good foresight, by the yeah. way. Yeah. And uh, it's just so different because somebody was like, oh, there's so many people getting into suppressors. Well, ours, we're, it, it isn't just a suppressor that says burst on it. Yeah. This is something to talk about and something that pe- a lot of people are going to be talking about. Right. And then besides that, we just have some little AR accessories, yeah. drop-in triggers, and adjustable gas blocks. Oh, nice. That's Apparently, what... these guys hanging about all week. And so let's well, give them some time, uh... and we can talk more about all these other things. But You yeah. can get more done, probably. Right? Well, if they weren't hanging around all the time. It, no, no, no. Pincus, Pincus is the one that really causes problems. This is true. I mean, let's just be this honest. He's he's only allowed in the booth for the first five minutes of the show. <laughs> and he was. And yeah, you got him out of He's gone. Yeah. It's, a solid rule. it's a solid rule. Yeah. No slippery noodle tonight, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, room for the slippery yes. noodle. You <laughs> show me a certain slippery noodle over there. Best live music <laughs> joint. <laughs> Yeah, it's not what you guys think. It's 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 it's, it's uh, a bar restaurant. Yeah. Definitely a bar. In other Under words, no pass. I'll yeah. tell you what, it's, and <laughs> we'll sketch. talk about this more the next few days. But it's been a very well received show for us, and very busy. Nice. Yeah, That's we're, we're, yeah it's we're a good vibe. It's kind of a good vibe. I'm really liking the vibe. It's uh, maybe people are saying it's really low in numbers. I don't think it's really low. I think it's the people that are serious are here and they're doing business. Uh, uh, and look, if you take, if, if you put 10 people in a room, it's going to feel a certain way. Yeah. If you put 10 people in a room, double the size, yeah. it's going to feel a whole different way. Absolutely. And that's what's happening here. Yeah. You have the same amount of people attending. Yeah. It's Chacha, just a bigger space. But it's spread way out. It's spread out over to, well, this is true. in the bottom yeah. floor as well. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Whether yeah. that's good or bad, I don't know. And it's going to take people. People may not get that traffic today, and they may not get that traffic tomorrow because bigger space means it takes the attendance. Well, they might say, hey, I'm going to work Caesars today. I'm going to work the main floor tomorrow. Well, there's still the same amount of people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, for example, I have way more meetings scheduled tomorrow. Yeah. I had like two or three today. Tomorrow, I've got like 12. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's. People started there and they're coming out. Holy cow. Well, the good thing is when I have a meeting, I don't have to stand up. This is true. This is true. This is true. Well, uh, bring in Mike. Bring in yep. Jake. Yeah, no. Do you bring it? Bring it. Bring in Mike and Jake, and uh, we're really happy. Um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna slip out. And let oh, you guys okay. do there. Okay. I'll be back over here. Yeah, because we want to bring you make saying things yeah. in the we'll, peanut. We want to bring you fine. back in there towards the end and talk that's about that's that's websites that's and uh, social media and all that. So yep. we'll bring it back in. Yeah, I'll be over here just make cracking jokes, swapping live here. Okay. That, that makes, doesn't sound good at all. Radio yeah. You can swap edit it live. Yeah, swap it guests. Yeah. I think no, we should maybe right. choose we're a different... Switching, uh, <laughs> we're switching guests. Our guests are rotating. Yes, musical Musical chairs. Playing musical They're playing musical But they're not swinging. So we're not swinging. No, not swinging. I never said yeah. that. No, no, no. no, no, no. We were talking about swapping and... Anyways, we're on a really bad road. Back to Jake and Mike. Mike and Jake. 
Mike and Jake. Yeah, we're really proud to bring oh, in. Hey, look, it's Eddie Davenport. <laughs> Just invite yourself in, buddy. Don't block the camera, though. Move to your so left. Yeah, move. move the camera is right there. <laughs> we're live. On air, we're, we're literally live. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. we want to bring in Mike and Jake. That was, and, that and, was uh, Eddie's rear end for anybody <laughs> that was curious out there. Eddie, get in the frame. Come in here. Come wave on. Wave. Some, they seen your, they seen your rear end. The least you can do is show them your face. Okay, we're good. So, uh, Jake, yeah. Mike, let's go. Walk the Talk America, a uh, wildly successful organization. I'm really proud of what, what Mike, you started uh, a few years ago in New Orleans on a happenstance. With, with Raphael. And then now Jake's part of it, and you've got a great – but go through uh, the, what you guys are doing with Walk the Talk America. And, and so people that don't know what understanding what you guys are doing right now. Jake, you want to tackle that one? It's your organization. I feel like we do, sure. like we do a lot. Uh, you do a we ton. Start, yeah, we do s- do a lot. We I said do do. You just said do. You said do do. And you guys know that we've been wearing the bracelets and the pins and clothing. And it's just, they're awesome. In, in the end, ultimately, what we wanted to do is it was create a space where we could get gun owners the help they need when they're in crisis without fear of consequence, right? Like that's, that's right. That's what it really the the mission was. But it's it's kind of gone into so much more than that yeah. you know what i mean and i actually had this discussion the other day with somebody where i was like what do you think the most important piece of walk talk america is is it the advocacy we do is it the education that we do with you know the other side is it is it how we help gun owners right like i, I mean people can make an argument for every aspect of what we do is the most important part of walk sure. talk america yeah i think just being there like it's i've, I I've utilized jake personally with some sure. and, and it's nice to know that you've got someone that you can talk to and say look me or i know this person that needs some help and i don't trust people to talk to very rarely and i reached out to jake and he's like absolutely we can help you i appreciate you saying that it means a lot it's it's very humbling but you know i was i've been a lifelong gun owner i share this all over the place but i was never into the culture of the community right. until i came to my first shot show in 2020 right before the world ended and um <laughs> And, and I like, I didn't really get it. And I, I came in and I was like, oh, now I get it. Like, just all this, right? Now you love it, right? I do. Yeah. I do, and I have to appreciate it. And my wife's coming uh, tomorrow, and I'm going to introduce her to you guys. And oh, a bunch of, I would not do that. I would not do that. I would point <laughs> across the room to her and be like, those guys, from okay. those yeah. guys over there. Yeah. Uh, but it's um, what where I'm particularly honored is to know that I'm inhabiting a space that was previously uninhabited by anybody at all yep and that, and that's it sounds like a humble brag but it's absolutely true and i didn't realize that until a couple of years in so this mm-hmm. is 2019 i met mike had him on my podcast and then we became friends we have our own podcast now and, and eddie who you just saw is one of our clinicians who's a you know firearms owning two-way advocate and i want to make very clear the distinction that you can be a gun owner and enjoy mental health, but there's a leap to be made for a strident Second Amendment supporter and defender and a mental health advocate as well. And that's where we, we walk in that space. And I didn't realize we're the only people in the world doing something like this. I mean, granted, America is different because we protect those freedoms in our Constitution. Nobody does this. We're doing it. And, yeah. and that's really special. And to be able to be present for somebody yeah. in a time of need with a friend, with themselves, whatever it is. It just didn't happen. And, and like you said, it's like the trust factor has been so lacking with my community, my people, my professional mental health folks. Um, and for those who don't know, I'm a marriage and family therapist by trade. Uh, I live in northern Nevada. And um, 
we know that we, at least I know now, we scare people away with, with what we do. And it sucks because what we're doing when we scare people away is we're driving them into further despondency. So at our core, we're a suicide prevention organization, but we're trying to get up, upstream from that with things like YouTube videos and podcasts, and free and anonymous mental health screenings and training the clinicians to be less clumsy and fumbling and awkward with their language. And, and now the newest thing that we just launched, well, last year we launched our 2A mental health provider directory. And this year, because of a series of states that decided it was a good idea to compel their CCW instructors to incorporate an hour's worth of mental health content in their trainings, we produced an hour's worth of videos that you can just download chapter by chapter and drop into your training. So we're, we're continuing to evolve and grow and progress and, and develop new cool things that the the, cult, the whole gun culture can use yeah. to help make Earth better and keep people out of the ERs and the and the crisis responses and all that. Stuff. You know, so, good. Oh, well, I was just going to ask those those videos for the CCW trainers. Where are they? Are they available? They're, everyone? Yep, or? They're available for free for download from our website. Uh, the aforementioned Rob Pincus is in two of them. Mike's in a couple. He does the intro and outro. I do two, and then Kevin Dixie does one. And in in I guess in aggregate, they they amount right. to about an hour an hour and three minutes. So yeah. if nice. you're one of those instructors, right. you just yeah, because there's certain states that are requiring yeah. it. They they oh, okay. there's certain states okay. that come in right. saying you need to do an hour as a as a firearms instructor. You need to do an hour, and an instructor turns around and says to the state, "Well, what do you need?" And then they don't know. No guidance. So they're like birds that say, yeah. "Got to fly south," but they don't know why. Right. Here you go. Yeah. So yeah. now we've come together with you know we we asked plenty of firearms instructors, "What would you like?" We had kind of an idea of what we wanted to do, but now we. We're first to the punch, right? Yep. And it's from the gun people. Like yep. Th- yep. It, that's going to freak the states out. Yep. That's yeah, it's, not, it's not the public public health departments. It's not the gun violence research yep. groups. It's it's us. It's our people yep. saying, "Here you go." And what we're hoping, speaking of getting upstream, we don't want to be in our heels, compelled by .gov to to do this thing. Right? Yeah. Hopefully, if our content is good enough, maybe we can get some sponsors for these individual uh, chapters, which would be really cool. It'll help fund more stuff. We get instructors in different states that aren't compelled to yep. say, you know what, it's a good idea to, to yep. pay attention to your mental well-being, especially if you're going to be in a defensive shooting, potentially. God forbid that never you know, that never happens. But but you want to be mentally aware in all aspects of life. Why yes. wouldn't we incorporate this into part of our training? Yeah, as guys, we firearms owners, like we're constantly training, right? We train, we prepare. And the third piece of that, because we always know – we watch movies and we know when people put their fingers on the trigger, they have no trigger discipline. And we, we point that out. We, we know when people, oh, yeah. Yeah, so we know we're, we're, the we're the that guy. I'm we, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> we, know, the movies. we also know that in a defensive shooting, like you can't just shoot somebody. We, we know that more than anybody, right? Like we could lose everything that we love in those situations. And then third, now we need a suicide prevention and better mental health plan. Right. Yeah. Just and that makes us the complete gun owner. Like, yep. I, I wanted to, just bring up something from, from from me that I'm most proud of you guys uh, from the outside looking in. And, and, and Jake kind of talked about a little bit things, but, you know, you guys have made it okay. And then one of the very first conversations that you and Mike, Mike and I had years ago about this, he says, I want to be able to talk about mental health as they do the common cold. I wanted to be okay to talk about mental health just as much as putting your seatbelt on the common cold. And that's always stuck with me. But the fact that you guys have made it to where, uh, people, whether they're veterans or, or anything that has caused trauma in their lives, 
they are able to find someone now that they feel comfortable with and say, I can go talk to someone. That's a cool thing. But the coolest thing that you ever happened for me so far is you've made it okay for other therapists to come out and say, I'm okay with guns. Yeah. And that's a really cool thing. And then that's, that's probably, I'm sure that's not very popular in, in the grand scheme of the mental health therapy. It's not. I definitely lost some what I thought were peer colleagues when I came out of the closet, as I say, you know, as a gun hunting practitioner. I'd already lost some peer colleagues from some other things that I did that were a little <laughs> unorthodox. So it didn't bother me as much. But Eddie's got a different story, and you can talk to him about that later. But, you know, it, there is this intense pressure from our community that says we just don't talk about firearms. And if we do, they're to be banned, right? Or they're, they're to be hidden away and and oh, by the way, by extension, the people who own them are also demonized. Yeah, absolutely. Like, well, you're pushing away 110 million, 120 million Americans who could potentially seek your help. Like, you're a terrible business owner. If you're a therapist, you're willfully discarding like a third of the country. So right. I'm trying to get people more to, able to wrap their arms around this very diverse, very unique culture that is most of America. Yeah. Uh, and, and embrace us with the same love and compassion and non-attachment and non-judgmentalism as you would literally any other demographic. Yeah. And it's, and it's starting to work. We're starting to get some gun owners who are therapists coming out of the closet in the face of their peer colleagues mm -hmm. pressure and saying, I don't care what my peer colleagues think. I care what the community thinks. And if, and if I'm going to treat this demographic that's been ignored forever, that's a good idea. Right. Yeah. So we're, we're starting to get those people in there enrolling in our two a provider directory. And I love it. Yeah. I love it. The, uh, before we start trying to wrap up, I guess here, um, there's a great question out there uh, from Sykes. It says, can people volunteer to help with the organization? Absolutely. Uh, one of the one of the things that we're doing here is we're walking around with our stickers and our flyers. And I got one of the, uh, the gun shop flyers in my pocket. Uh, we can put that on the screen. Maybe it's, it's downloadable at our website. And what I'm inviting people to do, if you're in your community, you know people, you go to a range, you go to a retail store, ask them to put our stuff out on yeah. the counters. You, you've done that. You're a My local gun shop has them yeah. at their stuff as well. Not, is, don't just ask them to put them out. Say, here, put these Literally, out. <laughs> go to their website, print them yourself, That's take right. them to the gun shop, and they've got no reason to tell you yeah. no. That's yeah, totally and, and if, you, if you're like many people I've met, who are like, oh, my daughter-in-law's a therapist, or my wife is in oh. school for therapy, or whatever. Have them take our cultural competence uh, course for nice. free. There's two parts to it. They're both for free for download, usually good for continuing education credit in most jurisdictions. Um, three and a half hours long, three hours long for part two. You'll learn about the culture of firearms people, and you'll learn a little bit about mental health. So even if you're an instructor and you're like, what's this counseling thing? You can watch our, our video at your own leisure, play and pause as you see fit. And learn what counseling is too, because I go through the ethics and I go through the process, what it's like. We want to demystify this process, but then you can walk in well armed with these flyers and be like, "Hey, so on the backside, there's white space for the local therapy shop that might be two A friendly or the private practitioner to stamp their logo." And then it just sits passively on the counter. It says, "Mental health. It's okay to talk about it. Take a free anonymous mental health screen. You're right. That's that's arm's length. It's non attached. Um, it's non threatening." And I'll give a shout out to DB Palmer, who is one of our board members, and we might therapist. we might be seeing DB sometime you, you this will, week, yeah. probably. Yeah. yeah, he's he's started two a two a mental health, and that is a specific organization, uh, like a business model that he wants to bring people in, do groups 
for gun owners where you can just share what you need to share and know that you're a good company. Uh, so we, we are doing some really cool stuff. So if you want to volunteer, volunteer in your own community, trying to spread the word, reach out to us. We'll give you the, the logos. You can print off your own <laughs> stickers, um, bring them into your shops. We're distributing them all throughout SHOT Show here, just in, going to booths and be like, hey, do you mind putting this out? No, everybody says yes. Everybody says yes. Right? Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, so I, I want to get uh, let, let Mike and Roth a little bit. Uh, Mike, Jake, whatever, thank you so much. I'll uh, we'll give you a few minutes. Where can people find uh, Welcome Talk America, either on social media, uh, if they want to maybe donate um, to the cause, mm -hmm. uh, whether it's social media, websites. I know you guys got a lot of stuff going, the, the podcast. Give you a minute or so to kind of plug all of your projects real quick. Yeah, so you can go to WTTA.org. Or you could go to our social medias at Walk Talk US. We're on X. We're on Instagram uh, and uh, Facebook, and Twitter. Formerly Twitter. Yeah, formerly Twitter. Twitter. The interwebs and the podcast, the Guns and Mental Health podcast with Mike and Jake. Yeah, you get that every phenomenal podcast. Yes, totally. Yeah. Uh, and, and Roth, where can uh, Bursa.com obviously, but where can people find you on social media or anything um, like that? Facebook um, at uh, Bursa underscore USA. Same with Instagram. If you like learning about stuff in Spanish, you can do uh, Bursa underscore Oficial. Oficial. So, Oficial. Was you speaking Spanish earlier when we brought you? When uh, I brought you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That, that was Spanish. No, he was speaking English, not East Texas. Well, it could have been. That's why. <laughs> yeah. I, when, when, I, I, when I owned Eagle, he started speaking Spanish one day, and I was like, "Dude, you speak <laughs> <old> Spanish." <laughs> He's like, "I told you that," but like we had never, you know, I'd never what? seen it in action until I he went down was, to Argentina. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was Spanish, but I, you know, again, I'm not fluent, so I didn't want to. Yeah, it's I'm it's uh, you know, it works out. Jason. Seeing as though now I work for Argentinian gun company, yeah. it, it helps. It, yeah. uh, you know, it helps. Yeah. Um, I had to learn a whole lot of new words in Spanish. I never used the word like this trigger or, oh. or, you know, slide of a gun. Yeah. You know, like there's all these words I just never used. Now, are those, not, completely, not now are those completely different words or is it something similar? No, they're, they're different. So yeah. you can't say trigger down there and they probably wouldn't know what you're talking about. If they spoke English, they would. Yeah. But if they didn't, then. So no. what is trigger in Spanish? Um, I can't remember. Um, so he's not exactly fluent. No. <laughs> I can't remember. I, don't ever <laughs> I know a, a, a magazine is a is a cargador. Okay, there I'll you take go. your word for okay. that. Yeah. I'm going to repeat it. Well, I want to thank yeah. uh, Raphael and Mike also for making, like I said, making this happen. Yeah, uh, we're great. at the Bursa booth. This is phenomenal. We got a lot of great guests uh, tomorrow. I can get those real quick. We got uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Got. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday will be uh, same time, same bat time, same bat channel. Uh, if you want to catch live, uh, three thirty we're on Pacific, three thirty Pacific, and then nine a.m. on Friday. You got to move that up for uh, scheduling reasons. Yeah, so tomorrow's guest at three thirty local, three thirty local Recon Sniper Foundation in Bursa. Uh, at three fifty, you have K nines for Warriors at HRT Tactical, and from four ten to four thirty. We have Walk and Talk America and our good friends over at EAA. So that's the lineup for tomorrow, and we'll announce the next day's lineup as well. But like once again, thank you guys so much. This has yeah, been thank fun. You, man. This is uh, awesome. This is a really, really fun time. I think even the guests are really having a good time. Yeah, good. Well, we're yeah. happy to help and happy to have you guys here. And 
I enjoy being on here. Absolutely. Hanging awesome. out with buddies is never a bad thing. No, it's not. Sweet. I shut her down. Shut and, her uh, down. Go, go enjoy the rest of the com and walkandtalk.us. Well, guys, we do invite you to go check out both ours and Clover's YouTube channels. Ours is Ghost Tactical, where you can find all of our content over there, including our videos and our podcasts. And you can go check out Clover at CloverTac. Obviously, you can check out all of his content and podcasts as well. We also invite you to check out our websites. Ours is ghosttactical.us, where you'll be able to find everything that we're doing, including our swag store. And Clover's is clovertac.com. Once again, find all of his projects, all of his swag, and all of that. More importantly, guys, we do thank everyone for always supporting both myself and CloverTech, whether it's just by watching our stuff or those that do spend their hard-earned money through YouTube channel memberships. We do truly appreciate you guys. You guys make this all worthwhile. So for this podcast, Bursa and Walk the Talk America. 